bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week of politics like we're talking about reality TV. Happy Do You 22, meow meow. Happy New Year to you. Happy Do You 22. Julie Lang called it You Do You 2022. (laughs) I mean. And I liked the long version too. Yeah, You Do You 2022. Nope. No, mm. can only be you do. And speaking of Julie Lang, we saged the drug den, then we did a bunch of drugs, and then we drank an entire bottle of baller ass rum barrel whiskey from Julie motherfucking Lang, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what, fucking Julia Lang, the shit was fucking fire. It was bomb. <laughs> it was bomb. She said she's been enjoying it. And- it was really good. It was fire, and it ignited my acid fire. Oh. And there's some IBS happening right now, too. Oh, you oh, you love getting IBS right when we start the podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, just you had to take a you're she's now stopped with her hand on the table. She can only be frozen in time while she waits, because if she moves. It will go. I have to be quiet. She's telling me to shh because it will go into her pants. She has to keep. The, she has to keep the asshole clenched. She can barely make it to the toilet. I'm back. I'm back. It was. It was. Um. It was. Um. It was harrowing. It, you know what it was? Um. <clears throat> I was brutalized. Yeah. <laughs> like the way. Uh, Meredith was brutalized by Jen Shaw. Yeah, I, I'm sure yeah, Uranus brutalized. was brutalized. Yeah, you know who was brutalized? Uh, Uranus actually brutalized me because it took a good 15 strong minutes. Yeah, that was it was a rough one. It was a rough one. It started out, I thought it was going to be a quick one, and then it tricks you. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we've gotten so many. Awesome gifts and cards, right, mm-hmm. Mimma? For, for the holidays, we definitely it's did. It's been really nice, yeah. just in our existential crisis, December. But you mm-hmm. know what? It's do you twenty two. Yep. And I do have to say, um, <laughs> one of my top favorite gifts that I could be might might be could be fucking up here, or maybe this is supposed to come off. I don't know. Is a calendar mm. from Jim. Wally. Well, it could be oh. Whaley, could be Wally. What do you think it is? Do you think it's Jim Whaley? Uh, my first impulse was wa- Whay- Whaley, right? Or was it Wally? Because it's no spelled, Whaley. Spelled like whale with yeah, a Y. Yeah, I would say Whaley. Well, um, he got us a calendar, and it, and we 
we haven't gotten a calendar as a gift since Gemma yeah. got us one, mm-hmm. which was celebrities and ramen. And that was, <laughs> yeah. an, that was a calendar yeah. for mm. 2020. Right. But all of 2021, we used, we used a Dr. Mercola calendar. Yes. Um, which was yes. just all about nature and stuff <laughs> that I got for free uh-huh. when I got my vitamins. Right. So I'm super happy that this is from Jim. It's called, it says a year of Jim Whaley's art. <laughs> And then he put feels like 45 years. So the first one, January, which, as you can see, I've already written on for our Patreon schedule. I see. I see. So I wanted to see if the marker smeared. Now, I mean, the the 14 listeners, they might not know that we use a fucking calendar. We actively use a calendar because we write on it to keep track of our Patreons. And um, and then you love to go and refer to it. Damn, Jim, this fucking calendar is coming apart. Like it's coming off the the, thing. Oh, that's too bad. I hate when that happens. Damn it, Jim. Anyway, okay. Oh my God. <gasps> wow, he's actually a Jim, and you got to say God damn it, Jim. I got to say God damn it, Jim. Wow, to a Jim. And I meant I was saying it to Jim, wow. and then it caught me off guard because it was Wow. It was it was wow. I don't know what that oh means. Oh my but god, it means Jim, something. we are we are cosmically connected. Wow. Because not only are you Jim, you caused me to say God damn it, Jim. Wow. Well, the first one in January is tip of the iceberg. So when I first opened the calendar, we thought it was going to be all segments of, from our podcast. Like uh-huh. it was dedicated to us, right. but it isn't. No. It's Jim's art. And he really, really is a talented artist. He really is. Like he he is really fucking talented. They're like landscape paintings, which I fucking mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Like love. The um, color schemes are gorgeous. Gorgeous. Just yeah. Beautiful, like this one, Blue Harbor on August. That's really pretty. Absolutely fucking gorgeous. Now, Jim, and I'm sure you know this, our favorite one is July. It says, a f- <laughs> if there's a picture of a feather with like little bird, it's it's kind of an abstract, it's like little birds flying off of a mm-hmm, feather. Mm-hmm. But then there's a smaller painting of it. And, and it says, a friend of mine made the version below, but forgot the exact title. So mine is called that one with the birds and the feather from the group paint night at Hildy's Deli. <laughs> we are going to enjoy uh, this calendar, Jim, yeah. and we are going to use it mm-hmm. all year. Yes. It, the second that I fix it after it's completely and utterly coming apart. So let the calendar company know. And Mama, you can read Jim's not very effusive card. I'm going to choose to believe that he loves us due to the fact that he sent us a beautiful calendar filled with his beautiful art. Thanks for the awesome content. Enjoy my art calendar and have a better 2022 than 20 and 21 have turned out to be. Jim W. Thanks, Jim. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> Two of our favorite Patreon lesbos, Memeo, mm-hmm. Quinn and Jimena. Yeah. We love them. Yes. Sent us the beautiful baller face wipes from Ursa Major. Oh, yeah. Those are good. They've been spoiling us with Ursa Major for so many years now. Yeah. I mean, we just love them so much. They were completely supportive and said that they didn't never miss the regular weed and they were completely like bummed when it wasn't on. When we, <laughs> and they, you know, mm. and they just feel I just really love them so much. And honestly, I love them for saving me from how I used to use those tra- those face wipes from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And I just can't fucking I can't fucking have it with Trader Joe's. Their parking lot is too annoying. Oh, it's beyond. Beyond. And it doesn't matter what Trader Joe's it is. It never matters what Trader Joe's it is. And I don't understand why. Even if it has a big parking lot, it's still fucking annoying. And now, I don't, not only do I not have to go to Trader Joe's, you know another thing I realized, Meow Meow, about what? Trader Joe's? What? I would go there, I'd get the face wipes, and then I would get an orchid. I would get an orchid for my bathroom and an orchid for, like, mm-hmm. my table. And I realized that Trader Joe's gets the orchids from downtown, 
and the orchids don't last because uh, one time just out of pure necessity right uh, before I did like an Airbnb or something uh, I was like fuck I just gotta buy this fucking orchid at Ralph's mm-hmm. and of course at, at at Trader Joe's are $10 at Ralph's they're 30 right and I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god this is $30 oh my god I mean I will go into the parking lot from hell to get the fucking $10 orchid <laughs> the $30 one from Ralph's lasted Longer? months and months and months and months wow and when i got my fiddle leaf fig from downtown it didn't last and and then this girl on set told me she's like oh no dude you got to go to like fucking armstrong's and get like you can't go downtown to get the figs because they're all have like they have like root rot or whatever she said and i was like oh snap so maybe the orchids too like i don't know but all i know is that the shit has never lasted ever huh. And now I'm just paying the extra dollar and I don't have to go near Trader Joe's. And thanks to Quinn and Jimena, I'm never fucking using their face wipes again. <laughs> uh, by the way, they say, so here's their card, which is about to get um, framed. Uh, Merry Christmas, sexos. You are young. You are flawless. You are comedy incarnate. Love from Austin, Quinn and Jimena. I want to frame that. I'm not kidding. It's, I put tape on the front. Will that ruin it in the frame? Or does that no, give that's it more, part of it. It's part character? of the incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a really. It's nice one card. of the nicest things anyone's ever said. I feel for uh for it's for both of us. I mean, it was better than Jim's note. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I want to be told I'm young. I want to be told I'm flom flomless. I want to be told I'm flawless, and I want to be told I'm comedy incarnate. I mean, comedy incarnate. I'll take. For that's sure. it. That's it. I love all three of those things. Now, Lisa Mahone, meow, meow, yes. not to be confused with Lisa from Salt Lake City. Who, uh-huh. Right now, we have Lisa on the brain from okay. Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. Like, we're just up Lisa's nuts on Salt Lake City. I but. mean. <laughs> Lisa Mahone I can't, I... sent us her gorgeous picture for the Drug Den Bulletin Board, uh-huh. along with a Starbucks gift card for you and a Sephora gift card for me. And that is how you do it. Lisa, I hope you're listening, Lisa. No gifts without picks. <laughs> Say it with me, Mamia. No, no gifts without, without picks. picks. And Lisa sent her picture, a picture of her gorgeous baby, our newest DGP baby, mm. like little fucking angel. I should mm. say my new boyfriend. He's so cute. <laughs> he is so cute. Uh-huh. Dear Julian Brandy, one of the original 14 and $2 Patreon subscriber here. I wanted to send a little something to you gals to say thank you for all the laughter during the dumpster fire shitstorm that is 2021. You two got me through the darkest times of my life last year when I experienced a miscarriage. Listening to your podcast, specifically the Megan, my father McCain episode, pulled me out of the hopelessness I was feeling. I also listened to DGP on speaker during my pregnancy. Uh, this year so hopefully my son knows what humor is <laughs> on November 10th I had my son and we listened to the Patreon and regular weed podcast while recovering you ladies are the best I included pictures of my son Oliver Harrison Mahone my two cats Mr. Darcy and Vivian and myself on my 40th birthday this April thanks for all that you do always Lisa Mahone Lisa you I did not know you were you had to have even turned 40 and you know what good for fucking you I love Oliver I knew I had a cosmic connection with him I was feeling boyfriend vibes from yeah him. you are you're feeling it he's so cute I mean 
he is uh, our newest DGP baby. Mm-hmm. I feel it just, I feel it it's in my, my rotting alcohol ridden ovaries. It's I, so beautiful. It really is. And you know what it reminds me? What? So we got a card from Rebecca Turchner, a Christmas card, mm-hmm. with an updated picture of Wyatt and baby Edison. Mm. And baby Edison was like, she, our, she was a brand new baby, DGP baby. Mm-hmm. And now she's like getting, she's, she's just a little bigger. I mean, she's not, she's still so tiny, baby yeah, Edison. But, but still. It gave me the idea when we got Jim's calendar that I was like, you know what? Uh-oh. Next year. Now, we have Jim's calendar for this year, but I'm not going to lie. Jim's calendar is falling apart. I, I think we can probably <laughs> fix this, though, right? We can. But yeah, we just put it back in these holes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Next year, mm-hmm. what I, I, I want is a calendar of the DGP babies. Yes. I heard. I was. I thought that's where you're going to go with yeah. that. That's a great idea. love that? I love it. I like love it. I love it. And we can just have, I mean, we can have them all. That's great. I just love it. all of them. And it would be, it would just really make me so happy I love every it. month I love it I love all it. because because we have Oliver here and baby Edison and you know what uh Lisa thank you for your letter and we couldn't be happier to have you here and now we got a new pick of someone we didn't know and Lisa thank you for the fucking gift cards oh my god thank you so much I mean I literally go to Starbucks every fucking day every day this bitch is at Starbucks <laughs> yeah. like it's it's so sweet you did not have to Give, give us any gift cards. We were, I mean, more jazzed about your pick and your baby. Yeah. We'll take your baby. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, Mama, we got mm. a message from one of our Patreon subscribers, Alyssa Hughes. Okay. Alyssa got a No One Knows I'm Gay shirt from our website back in October. Yeah. And you know we have a special place in our hearts for the people who pick that shirt out of all four of our yes. designs. Yes. So read her message. Okay. Hey, guys. She wrote in parentheses. In parentheses, yeah. Yeah. Pause while Julie does her (laughs) accent. Hey, guys, going to be doing my accent now. Uh, Not one of the original 14, but I'm caught up on Patreon and retorturing myself through the backlog of DGP. Don't do that, Alyssa. Don't do that, please. Don't listen to old dumb gay politics episodes. (laughs) Since it's still educational and relevant to hear these morons' names and what they're capable of. I found you guys during lockdown, and I would like to know what the best way to send my pick onto the Drug Den Bulletin Board trademarked she wrote (laughs) she put the trademark symbol so cute (laughs) i have some ideas for gifts for you guys but can't swing it at the moment but will eventually just wanted to say hey and then i love you guys seriously thanks for everything it's kept me sane through a lot and the shirt with the handwritten note was above and beyond what i expected and i was so happy when i got it keep it up sexo Alyssa. Okay, so um, Alyssa, one, we do not need gifts. The fact that you're on the Patreon is really, that's that's, all we want from everyone to be. And the fact that you went back and listened to all of them, it really, we, that, we love more than anything Mm -hmm. because it's like that shit wasn't just all wasted fucking time. Yeah. (laughs) And to know that, you know, anybody who's listening and enjoying it or whatever. So thank you so much for that. You do not need to give us a gift. You do need to get your picture in here. Yes. Now, our address memo is. 321 North Pass Avenue, uh, number 219, Burbank, California, 91505. So that will go to our French uh, mailbox place. Um, If you didn't write that down, um, Alyssa, or for anyone else that wants to get their picture on the Drug Den Bulletin Board, we want all of our 14 listeners on the board so that when we go and we torture ourselves with live shows, we know who you are. That's really the reason. 
Um, we like it for our ego, too, and we don't like to do drugs alone. We like to feel like we're doing drugs with your children and your pets. Um, we love to stare at your children while we do drugs. Mm-hmm. So you can go to our website, which is julianbrandy.com, or you can go to dumbgaypolitics.com. It all goes to the same place. Our address is on every page. There's also a link on every page if you want to listen to a free Patreon episode, if you want feel like you might want to see what Alyssa, what all the fuss is about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you might want to see what Alyssa, she's clearly a funny charming gorgeous individual if she likes it other people should they should and you might want to get a shirt because Alyssa got a shirt too and there's four <laughs> designs and that's on our website too so just go to julianbrandy.com to get our address or to get a shirt or to go listen to a free patreon episode and that's all there for you we now interrupt our regularly scheduled JoJo and Kiki to tell you about what the Republicans are cock blocking now. I'm a victim of the this is our segment called what the republicans are cock blocking now and even though it's only the first week of 2022 these motherfuckers are at it already Congress is back in session after the holiday break and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schum Mm. and Speaker of the House Nance Pelosi are preparing their legislative calendars leading up to the midterm elections in November. And if that seems far away now, um, it's basically we'll be here next month with the way time (laughs) flies during COVID, like straight up, like next month, it'll be the midterms, period. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. It's already (sighs) the year anniversary of January 6th. Cannot believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, Time is flying. Flying. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Bobby Kramer was right. When you get older, Time goes faster. It's so bizarre. Because, you know, little 10-year-olds are going like, this is forever. Oh, it's, and it's agonizing, like, waiting for, like, class just to be over. Yeah. No. And now, I mean... I, 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 there's, there's no time left. We're going to die. Yeah. We're going to die any second. No, no, we're good. (laughs) The Democrats will definitely lose control, by the way. I mean, it's so, I just had a conversation with my parents and they're freaking out. I think they're depressed because they think, because the, they know they're about to lose everything. We're going to lose the House and the Senate if they don't get some fucking shit passed in goddamn Congress before the midterms. Yeah, exactly. But they can't pass anything because... All 50 Republicans in the Senate, plus their two shit-dick Democrat cronies, Kirsten Gizma and Joe Mandouche, are cock-blocking everything. Fucking everything. And rather than deal with Gizma and Mandouche, dumbass Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schum said he's going to bring the filibuster to the floor for a vote by January 17th. Now, one, Kirsten Gizma and Joe Mandouche are never going to vote for removing the filibuster. And two... Even if they miraculously somehow did vote with the Democrats for once and the filibuster actually got removed, it wouldn't matter because we'd still need the votes of both Kirsten Gizma and Joan, Joan, <laughs> Joan Mandouche and Joan Mandouche to ever get anything passed. Yeah, that's right. So just a quick refresher for anyone who doesn't know, doesn't remember, or simply doesn't give a shit. The Senate filibuster requires 60 votes to pass anything. Right. If they got rid of the Senate filibuster as it exists now, they could pass anything and everything with just 51 votes, mm. which includes every Democrat plus Vice President Kiki. But the problem is that with or without the fucking filibuster, we don't <laughs> even have every Democrat's vote. I, I, exactly. Because Democrats are pussies. 
I'm sorry, I don't mean to like make a derogatory term turns of vagina, but they are puss, puss, pussies. And Joan Mandouche and Kirsten Jizma are helping the Republicans cock block, period. Yeah, because that's what you do with pussy, cock block. <laughs> and they will help them cock block the filibuster vote, too. Mm. They will. So this is all a waste of breath, but it's all fine because we're basically just killing time here waiting for some real news to actually happen. So fine. Uh, now, I will say that Chuck Schum probably thinks he has some master plan in terms of forcing the filibuster vote as the first box on the legislative to-do list. And were it to actually pass and get removed, I think that Chuck Schum and the other old school Senate Democrats really believe that they could circumvent the cock blocking of Kirsten Gizma and Joe Mandouche on certain legislation by getting the votes of the two-faced carpetbaggers <laughs> like spit it out Susan Collins and dipshit Alaskan thunderfuck Lisa Murkowski. But do we believe that, Mamia? No. No, not no. at all. No. But I really do think Chuck Schum believes that shit, that he can God. get those two How fucking scourges someone... to vote with us. How can they possibly believe that? I mean, they never would, ever. He, I mean, I don't know. He's nothing if he's not naive and idealistic. I mean, and you know. Uh, it's a somewhat charming trait, Listen, I suppose. he's nice as a grandpa. Yes. I don't know that he's that great as a majority leader, yeah, but exactly. we like Chuck Schum. Right. Now, this is when I wish Bernie Sanders was the majority leader, because <laughs> this is where, I don't care, <laughs> Susan Collins, spit it out. <laughs> like, this is where we need him. Yeah. Yelling and ranting and being crazy and cuckoo so he could browbeat everyone into doing what we goddamn need. They can literally pass part two of the Build Back Better plan right now. They don't even need to get rid of the filibuster to do it. And there's so much good shit in that human infrastructure package. Good shit for women. Shit that'll help the 20 women in Alaska and the seven women in Maine. But Chuck Schumer can't get Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski to vote for that. So why does he think he could get them to vote for the fucking voting rights bill? There's no way. And there's he's on fucking glue per use. There's no way those two bitches are going to help Democrats redraw the gerrymandered districts in Maine and Alaska. Mm -hmm. No fucking way they no. vote to pass the John Lewis no. Voting Rights Act in a million years. And no way Joe Manchin and Kirsten Gizma do either. Nope. And they're fucking Democrats. Yep. <sighs> I have so much hate in my heart. Yeah. For them, meow, meow. I like, I really do. Yep. Watching two white privileged shit dicks vote <laughs> against struggling people. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't take another year of it. I really can't. Mm-hmm. I feel like after this filibuster vote, which is going to come in the next, you know, two weeks, if they both vote no, I think the Democratic Party should unofficially kick them out of the party. I love it. I love it. I 100 percent agree. That's what Lisa on Salt Lake City always says. She goes, oh, I love it. I love it, Meredith. Yeah, yeah you're, you're doing Lisa. I love it. I love it. It's brawl rubbing off on me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now... I think that they should unofficially kick them out until right before the midterms. And then they should primary them with two new candidates and not give them any campaign funds. No Democrat in Arizona is going to vote for Kirsten Gizema anyway, because they all have like turned on her and they hate her stupid fucking yeah. fake bisexual guts. Remember when we talked to um, everyday sexy Arizonian Eric Couture Aviance? He said the gays in Phoenix are furious with Gizema. They feel duped. There's no fucking way they're going to vote for her again. And let me tell you this. What I found out from Phyllis Goldman. What? My mother. What did Phil Elegante have to say about jizz? Phil Elegante <laughs> and her lady bridge friends fucking had a fundraiser for fucking Kristen Gizema the, when she was running. And they sent her a bunch of money. <gasps> 
Oh my god, the bridge group got freaky for the bisexual. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Ooh. and Phil now she's little pissed. spinner. She's that little spinner. <laughs> well, she's very she does she is very angry now. She is very, talk about she when we're be. feeling conned. She's feeling and you don't want to she does not she's not one to get played. Nope, you don't play with Phyllis. No. You don't play with Phil Elegante. No. You don't fuck with Phil. <laughs> no. Don't fuck with Phil. No, so she's bad. And you know what? And and there's no way, unless the Republicans get her elected, which they're trying, because she went to that huge fundraiser. Ugh. She dipped out on that vote and went to that fundraiser. Right. She won't get elected again. They really do need to primary her. They need to come through yeah. with like, yeah. like a fucking awesome candidate, like yes. an awesome one. And that's what they need to do. And they now we can't officially kick them out until right before the midterms because we need to hang on to the fake majority that we have, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not a real majority because we can't fucking pass anything. Right. But our fake majority <laughs> is the only thing that gives Chuck Schum the power to bring things to the floor for a vote. And mm. we can't go back to having Mitch McCock block running the voting calendar. No. But if Kirsten Gizma and Joe Mandouche vote no on the filibuster, the Democrats in Congress need to unofficially consider them Republican or Libertarian and I believe start strategizing moving forward as if we don't hold the majority. Yes. Because technically we don't. And that means maybe not spit it out, Susan, in Alaskan Thunderfuck Murkowski, but going to, you know, wherever you can squeeze and put the pinch, you know what I mean? And try and get the the, yeah. the votes elsewhere. You're absolutely right. You're you're right. Because we don't hold the majority. So you're I think that's a great plan moving forward. And I don't know who the who the DNC president, if it's that same guy or who it is, but they need to like, we need to go to the board meeting. No, the DNC president is, um, it's you know Jamie I mean? Harrison. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. oh, interesting. Which is sick, right? But the, we got to start getting crucial. Like we can't have these fucking scabs in, no. in the partay. Now it's time to tell you about some horrible news that is just the t t t t i p of the iceberg. Let's t i p. Let's t i p. Let's t i p. This week, the state of California sued Walmart for dumping over one million items of hazardous, toxic waste into California landfills and best believe that shit is just the t t t t t i p of the i c e berg t t t t i p ger wow the tip ger i mean so i mean this is just unbelievable i thought i didn't think it could get worse than joe mandouche honestly The lawsuit alleges that Walmart has been breaking California environmental law for the past six years by illegally dumping over a million items per year in landfills in California that aren't equipped to handle the materials, which include, but not limited to, lithium batteries, pesticides, and cleaning supplies. Mm. And when toxic waste is in landfills that aren't equipped to properly house toxic waste... The next stop is the air and the water supply. Right, that's right. Which is why we're talking about it, even though we normally don't do state-specific news. But this is clearly just the TIP of the iceberg because Walmarts are everywhere, which means they are dumping toxic waste 
everywhere. Yep. And the only reason they're in trouble in California and not in any other state yet is because California has some of the strictest environmental protection laws mm, of any state, mm-hmm. which is probably why I don't have any autoimmune disorders, <laughs> even though I'm a full alky and I do tons of drugs because I was born and raised here. Right. I mean, I do think about on a regular basis. I feel for people who are born and raised in states like Delaware, Wisconsin, places like where DuPont ravaged, you know what I mean? For decades upon decades Mm -hmm. upon decades. You know, people have like shit, they don't even know why. A friend of mine, um, when her dad died a few years ago, lived in Wisconsin. He worked on the railroads. Like he was in it. Yeah. And he died at what, 70? Why? Yeah. Because he had some cancer? Yeah. From what? Exactly. He didn't... Yeah. He was no like just people no. getting like fibromyalgia. Yeah, and just shit, no, you know no, I mean? no. That's yeah. not that's man. That's man made. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I mean the whole country is the whole country's fucked. The world is actually the the world the world's fucked. Yeah. The world's fucked. Uh, but here in America, even if a state does have strict environmental protections in place, these fucking corporations do it illegally anyway. There's no escaping it. All you can hope for is an Aaron Brockovich moment where these motherfuckers have to pay up and then you cross your fingers that Tom Girardi doesn't steal your settlement to buy Erica Jane a private jet for her wigs. You're right, because California already sued Walmart. Mm. We already did that in 2010. Wow. And won because Walmart was clearly guilty of dumping and they paid the state of California $25 million, which, by the way, Mm. not for nothing. That is like ten dollars. Yeah. Twenty-five million dollars is like ten dollars to Walmart, right? And that's oh, it's only like twenty dollars to California. What is California <laughs> going to do with twenty-five million dollars? You cannot even build a brand new hazardous waste facility for twenty-five million. You no. literally can't. No. What are you we to do with twenty? You know what? Keep it. <laughs> Keep it. We'll play our own lottery, which at this point is up to six hundred million. Walmart. Six hundred. Literally, million. probably the. The groundskeeper of the Walton family estate has Makes more sense. than $25 million. <laughs> so that was in 2010. In 2015, they did another investigation and caught them dumping fucking again. And here, that's where we're no. here six years later. Now they're suing them again. The California Department of Toxic Substance Control director gave a statement where she said, Quote, despite repeated enforcements against Walmart over the past two decades, they consistently and knowingly fail to comply with California's environmental protection laws. Ugh, I just, just succession come to life. Just Trump. Yep. Walmart. Just, you just wish the whole family would just, I don't know. I yeah, can't even, yeah. I can't, I like, it's, this isn't You're good not, for me to have this much hate in my heart. I know. No, I know. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. Believe you me. You knowingly are not complying with a thing that you know is toxic for not just the earth, let's say, but for all, every single person who comes in contact and or is around it in probably a hundred mile radius. So take your toxic trash fuck? and pay the money to dispose of it fucking properly. Yeah. You have the money. And just like they don't want to pay their fucking employees, they don't want to have to pay to dispose of the trash properly. Well, there is a way to do it. And yeah. they don't want to do it. They want to fucking just go throw it in the trash. What I learned, because I know someone who too has to um, dump yeah. toxic waste or whatever, the landfills currently right now in California are full. So yeah, but you can cross it over state lines and pay, yeah, you have to but pay what money. This is, but what I'm saying is that 
you have to pay it, but you also have to wait. So they don't want to wait in line like everyone else because then they have to store it in their premises somewhere and wait. So now they're they're they think they're so entitled and they're so whatever. They're not going to like keep the bins on their land for the extra month or two months that it'll take for the for it to be able to be hauled to wherever the places that makes room for the fucking toxic waste. Right. Like, because they have to make sure they have bins and bi- shelves and shelf space available for all the fucking toilet paper. Exactly. And meat <sighs> that Walmart shouldn't even have. That's right. It's like maybe we don't need all this shit. It no. always goes back to it. Always. It always goes back. There's too much shit. Always goes back to it. Walmart is a disgusting, hideous, horrific corporation, period. End of story. They sell guns. They treat their fucking employees like shit. And I know for some people, it's the only store for miles around and not everyone has a choice. So I just want to say you have to make a difference where you can. Mm -hmm. Try and pick one toxic corporation that you allow to be a constant in your life. We don't all... you We have... It's unavoidable, basically. But you cannot... You don't have to fucking show up for every single shitty corporation on the planet. So pick one and then try and get the rest out. So guess what, everybody? That means fuck Facebook. (laughs) Sorry. It's not a segment about toxic, money-grubbing, environment-destroying, civil war-causing, tax-evading corporations if I don't find a way to bring it back to fucking Facebook. Correct. And if I may, madam. Oh, by all means, kind (laughs) sir. By all means. Um... Let's go ahead and add Amazon to the list of non-necessary, toxic, money-grubbing, environment-destroying, civil war-causing, tax-evading corporations. They can be left on the cutting room floor with Facebook. It's totally not necessary to the extent that people are using it. It really is not. In addition, byline, logline, yeah. <laughs> top of the line, sidebar, sidebar etc., <laughs> PTW, BTWs, PPS. <laughs> what I want to say about Walmart also is... If they, when we were in Joshua Tree, the one big store to go to was Walmart. So that's where we went. But here in Burbank, there doesn't need to be a Walmart in the same fucking plaza as a Target. With a Costco around the corner. With a Costco around the corner. And an Ikea around the other and corner. That, and that's right. And so I would say for regulations, and I know Republicans won't like this. And Megan, come on, girl. Come on the podcast. Let's talk about it. That should be a regulation. There should not. I, oh. be, I believe that there, and I'm fine with, you cannot have... I don't know what they're called, like technically, legally, two big box yeah. in the same mile plaza, but they shouldn't be in, they shouldn't be. It's too much toxic waste. It is. It really is. And I, I, I a thousand percent completely agree. And to everyone, if you're already someone who shops at Walmart or Costco or Sam's Club, that's got to be your corporate vice. We have to be careful every fucking day not to become part of the mindless corporate zombie armies <laughs> fighting for nothing but American greed, literally. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm smug about Facebook and I'm perfectly fine with that. But I really don't want to be preachy and sanctimonious about Walmart or mm-hmm. even Costco because I fucking can't stand Costco. Mm-hmm. But I understand for some people it really is it, it really is helpful for them uh-huh. and their families and whatever. But I don't want to come off that. I can be smug, but I don't want to come off like preachy and sanctimonious because I do get it. I want to say that it even for us, it takes hard work and diligence every single day. You got off of Amazon <laughs> and it, it does. T- it, 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 it takes time to go find. It's like... It, it's a job to not be on, to, to, to be diligent about this shit. But if you want to do it and you make it a priority, you will. And that's the only way to yes. and start it, the and, change. And you have to accept that things are going to cost a little more, too. I just bought today, in fact, um, a sun, sun visor for the for the truck. And 
You bought a mirror for I mean, my a, side. A mirror for the yeah. side of the truck. And because um, the this truck doesn't have mirrors, so I need to add the mirrors. And it that's took sexist, me... by the way. That's judgmental and sexist. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. I don't need them deciding that whatever man is hauling cement in their truck <laughs> doesn't need to look and check and see if he has any fucking bats in the cave in the mirror. <laughs> exactly. Men look in the mirror to fucking check it out. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So I have to, I just have put it off and put it off. And finally, I'm just like, I'm like, I got to get this mirror. And it took me all day because. <laughs> That's why the podcast late. Because we had to shop around for a visor mirror all day. And yeah. we couldn't go on Amazon. Yeah, that's right. Because the top like 15 things were Amazon. And then everything after that was sifting through fucking fake other other fake websites, yep. Chinese website. You know what I mean? And yep. then finally I found one and whatever. But I would I would ha I was prepared to pay double whatever Amazon had. And that's just what I have to do now. Yeah. I mean, or you just get it in person or I get it in you person. Know? I mean, I, I just... needed that mirror like stat. But um, <laughs> but I understand normally you would just be like, let me just get it. Go to AutoZone or whatever. Right. But I just was feeling like enjoying the online of it all but yeah exactly so i mean walmart and the walton family are fucking disgusting and they will get their karma back to them tenfold one way or another one way or, or another. another you're gonna get yours you know what from your lips to josh's ears out. <laughs> from your lips to josh's ears oh man and with that said i do want to say that i've been throwing batteries away in the trash for my whole life <laughs> And it wasn't until we started this podcast that I started to sort of like suspect that I maybe wasn't supposed to do that. Right. And the, but then I like willfully avoided researching it and was like, oh, I don't know. I just want to keep doing what I've always done. It's just easier. Uh -huh. And so but after, you know, doing this segment and I can't sit on a high horse, I need to find all reasons to stay on my high horse. <laughs> I can no longer continue to throw my shit in the trash. So just in case there are others out there in our 14, um, like me, and I know there are because my mom is one of the 14, and people from her generation probably have no idea that you shouldn't throw batteries away because <laughs> um, that's probably mm. who taught me to do that. Uh -huh. But she isn't wrong. Common, like, everyday, like, ha ha like alkaline fucking batteries or whatever, yeah. those are, like, fine to throw in the trash. The thing is that you should put them inside, like like a plastic container or a or a cardboard container of some oh, sort okay. because they still hold an electrical charge and can they can cause fires oh. like the chemicals in them mm. um but then any type of rechargeable batteries which a lot of batteries now like for remotes and cell phones and laptops and anything that use a battery but you can recharge it like um that stuff can't be thrown in the trash oh so that's like any lithium battery those you right know, and anything that we have that has a rechargeable battery that then breaks, we're just throwing it away because it's all garbage from fucking China's on. Right. So that kind of stuff, if anything, you got to take the battery out of it somehow or the part that's rechargeable. You can rip it off, whatever it is. And then you can you can just Google like a battery recycling place close to you. But they'll, they do it at all Home Depots. There's like a bin and you can just mm. go drop it in the bin. So now we fucking know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm also fuck off Walmart. Now it's time for So There's That. All 
right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it, and I don't blame her. It's almost impossible to find an uplifting story to end the show on a positive <sighs> note when half the country are walking around like mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult, and the rest of us are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy keyboard-fighting Bernie battles with our own side to win the war. <laughs> but you have managed to come through with the so there's that, meow every fucking week except for a few here and there, <laughs> since 2017. Wow. Can you fucking believe that? No. Five fucking years of So There's That. Hmm. And this is your first one of Do You 22. Well, I intend for this one to be as underwhelming as all the other five years have been. <laughs> How are you? How you guys doing tonight? Is well, that your partner? is that your partner? How long have you guys been married? Seven years? Well, I guess you're not having sex anymore. <laughs> Marriage, right? Straight or gay, am I right? Oh. Well, it's 2022. It is. It's do you 22. No, yes. Yep. It's do you 22. And you know what? I just need to acknowledge <clears throat> that you and I, have spent the last week watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. Um, I think we've. this is probably about the 10th or 11th time we've acknowledged it. Um, <laughs> well, it's um, it's my life now. Yeah. It's my whole life. And... I love it. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> and we just got to the arresting of Jen Shaw, part of the... I mean, and not to give, like, spoiler alerts or whatever, so if you haven't watched it, just Kill stop yourself. listening, and I don't know what to say, because I need to say what I'm, blah, 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 what I'm about you, to say. You had to have heard about it, even... We had heard about it, and we didn't even That's watch true. it, so... That's no true. spoiler. Well, I'm super bummed right now, because I, like, love Jen Shaw, and... They showed the police come, take her black sons out of the house with all their fucking AR-15s. And I'm just so horrified. It's like, read the room. Honestly. Read the, read the you're <laughs> going to take these young black men slash boys. They're young. Kidding. With, with handcuffs and with guns. You fucking racist assholes. Fuck you. Okay? Just fuck you for a woman doing a white collar yes, crime exactly so I I, 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 I I you're gonna go to her house to look for two idiots who are committing fraud who are stealing people's money basically and you need 20 cops to go to the house drag her black sons outside holding machine guns you suck you're racist i will marry jen shaw and i'm a million <laughs> of her goddamn criminal babies before shake any one of your stupid fuck face cop hands who went to her house that day okay they probably don't even want to get the fucking vaccine either <laughs> exactly. and meredith you can fuck off too you hypocritical lizard <laughs> just cut the shit okay just cut the shit i, I all i wanted to do was talk about fucking salt lake I know, city it's like it's so there's, all, salt lake city's good so, so, we're back so. watching bravo so there's that <laughs> exactly we are mainlining Brandy literally said earlier. Well, we've been we've been watching Salt Lake City nonstop, <laughs> all because I thought we had to watch it for like another podcast. But oh, yeah. you then go, I think it was Housewives of OC, and I was like, oh, I saw SLC. Right. So now I guess we're watching this, right? But on the on like the very beginning of one of the 
on-demand episodes Mm -hmm. was this, I mean... It couldn't have been more than a three-second yes. ending of of Atlanta. Yes. And we think, because it was so quick, and we watched, must have watched it over 100 times, <laughs> we think it might have been Portia yeah. getting into a physical fight or punching a, a man. Yeah. And Julie, I saw her whole... <laughs> I think I you turned into just a giant womp. All you were was a womp. You were like, is she is that is she is she punching a man? And I was like, uh oh, we're about to go full Philip Seymour Hoffman and die in a ditch over this. Like we will we will find us in an alley, mainlining balloons of Bravo. Like we won't we won't um, stop. Like we caught up to Salt Lake City. We didn't even know. This is how out of the loop we are. We didn't even know the whole season hadn't aired, and uh. we. Almost started crying and then had to watch the Jen Shaw documentary. Yeah, I, I, and I, I, uh, uh, and then within the three seconds of what we think is Portia punching a man and then other huge security guards having to get between her and said man, I came maybe her friend yelling, her sister, or her sister also punching the man. Yeah, I have never been so turned on. I mean, I don't, I am so, I cannot wait. To watch this, this is my my life. My life's blood is going to be watching these women beat down this man. I cannot wait. When it all crashed <sighs> down, that Salt Lake City hadn't aired. Like mm. the, I was like, "What? We have two more episodes, and <sighs> then we have three reunions." I'm like, "This is going to drag out for five weeks." We've watched two years <laughs> and two days, and now I cannot wait five weeks. I no. can't sit through a three part reunion. I've only been watching Ugh. reunions in like one sitting. Exactly one sitting to go and we want to go back to watching a reunion over three weeks. I just I don't know if I can do it. The muscle's gone. I, the patience is gone. Patience is gone. And then when we thought it's we w- had to hold each other and be like, it's OK, you can make it. You've been brutalized by Meredith, but you can get through this. I was like, you know what, Memo? We have Atlanta. And then you were like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch that. I'm gonna just shut the lights off and enjoy that. We yeah. need to. We need to put some candlelight <laughs> yeah, on. Seriously, like and fucking watch that happen because that will be. We're gonna put. We're gonna put. We're gonna put Barry White on in the background. <laughs> seriously, wa- and we're like, gonna eat watch some that. oysters. Oh god. <laughs> so anyway, that's where our heads are right now. But part of the thing with. Um, Salt Lake City is that because of the thing with Jen Shaw, I'm I'm feeling my my passion, my passion for justice right now is being ignited and inflamed. And um, the Jen Shaw shit just really fired me up. Anyway, I don't wish the feds or the cops on anyone, honestly, because there is no justice in the world. And if we felt there was, we wouldn't all be so goddamn insane and filled with despair and rage and scared of law enforcement and their Napoleonic racist small dick complexes. With that said, I found a silver light of peace and justice in this story. And it really, once again, all comes back around to just regular people, just regular people helping people. And you know what? This was after all day. And I mean, I'm not going to say you were looking that hard because you were mainly watching Housewives (laughs) of Salt Lake City. But Uh I have to say in the search for so there's that you were coming up dry. You had nothing. Nothing. You had nothing. No. And it was only through going through our Christmas cards. Yeah. And I had been looking for since Friday. 
Yeah, I mean, I it honestly was like, it, you weren't going to get one. And this really no. did feel, uh, for, for Do You 22, like, the first, so there's that. I love so much that it comes from one of our 14 listeners. Okay, so this is exciting because this comes from Dina Hammerson. She sent an updated Christmas card for the bulletin board and she sent a little letter. And in the letter that she sent, basically, was the fucking so there's that. Julie and Brandy, I hope you two are doing great. Julie, I hope your Hanukkah was joyful. Well, I'm pretty sure I would be a lunatic if it weren't for the podcast and the Patreon. You two keep my spirits up, so thank you so much for all the laughs, which I need regularly now, that the Missouri Attorney General is threatening schools and cities with lawsuits over mask mandates. Yes, you understand that correctly. High population areas like St. Louis have mask mandates, but the Attorney General has been threatening to sue to stop the mandates. We need a shirt that says, cut the shit, Eric Schmidt. He's the Missouri uh, Attorney General. Oh, and if you decide to read this on the regular read podcast, could you throw in a little plug for a GoFundMe for a fellow Missourian, Kevin Strickland? He w- so I just want to tell Dina. So Dina, I was like, what was going through the Christmas cards and I was getting the things prepared. My mom's looking for her, so there's that. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to, I'm like, Dina last year sent her christmas card in like literally like i feel like it was like march or so i don't even know so it was cute she sent it after january but this year she sent it on time but we've been you know we just we can't read them all when they come or we would the whole podcast would just be christmas cards so kind of like have to parcel them out but when i saw that there was a gofundme i was like fuck is this gofundme even still active so i just quickly went to see if it was still active and then I was so horrified that I then I'm like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. And I tell you and then you're like, oh, my God, can that be can that be my so there's that? And we were like, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Now, in this part of the letter, she's basically telling the story of what happened. So I'm going to read that. OK. Separately. And then, um, but Dina didn't even ask for it to be so. There's no, that. no, she didn't. So this is what's amazing. So Dina, this is this is happening. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is ha- really happening. She ends the letter with, "I really appreciate you two. Happy holidays to the funniest ladies. Here's to 2022 and to actually getting holiday cards mailed before the holiday. Last time I think y'all received my holiday card for 2020 around St. Patrick's Day or Easter of 2021. This is long enough. Happy holidays, Dina Hammerson. So now I'm gonna go on to tell you exactly what she told us okay because this is all this is a missouri story dina's from missouri or lives in missouri now this gofundme is for a man named kevin strickland kevin strickland was sentenced to life in prison when he was 18 on april 25th 1978 four people were shot in kansas city missouri in a home invasion and three of them died basically some guys went into a house kidnapped the family and killed three of them so there was the quote-unquote eyewitness who saw it all And she said that Kevin Strickland was one of the guys who did it. Um, She then went back to recant her statement over a series of years. She tried to literally recant her statement over and over again because she had been pressured by the police to say that he did it. And she um, since died in 2015. Two men then did plead guilty to the murders and they told the police that Strickland was not involved. A fingerprint from the shotgun used in the murders belonged to someone else, which they did find. It also needs to be said in Kevin Strickland's prison career uh, because he got sentenced to life in prison. And this is what this is all about. So he was 18 
Oh, man. And he spent 43 years in prison, um, and he was innocent. <laughs> the state of Missouri had repeatedly denied his appeals. In June of 2021, the Supreme Court of Missouri denied a petition to have him released. The governor of Missouri, Mike Parson, refused to pardon him, saying he did not see his case as a priority and was not certain of his innocence, even though for years and years and years and years, there was no actual evidence against him. And they already knew, all of them knew that he didn't do it. And they all knew that he was innocent. The office of the Missouri Attorney General, who she said, Eric Schmidt, fought in court to keep him in prison, saying it believed that he was guilty, even though everyone knew he was innocent. And that part of the story reminds me of Adnan Syed. Yes. Because that attorney general was it was a total political maneuver. They just used Adnan Syed as a, 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 a yeah. uh, just right. Uh, it's just it's Missouri it's is racist as far as the eye can see. So finally, on November 23rd, 2021, after 43 years in prison, after an aggressive push by several legal, public, and political people, the Missouri Supreme Court finally released Kevin Strickland, basically saying, oops, sorry, we know you're innocent. We've always known you're innocent. But also, since we don't have actual DNA evidence, you're going to go free after 43 years, but we're not going to give you any money. Not one, but not one dime. No. So good luck to you, sir. Oh, and sorry, since your incarceration, you suffered multiple heart attacks, have high blood pressure now, and have to live in a wheelchair. Oh, sorry, not sorry. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. So the guy literally can't walk. Oh. So now Kevin Strickland is out without any compensation from the state of Missouri. But, but, but I want to shout out Dina to you for letting us know about the fucking GoFundMe. And I have to say, she she spent her whole letter, which really should have been about how wonderful and hilarious <laughs> we are, um, about this guy's mm. GoFundMe, which she hand was hand wrote. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I gotta say, like, thank you from, from everyone in this fucking country, mm -hmm. Dina, for fighting the good fight in Missouri. It cannot be easy to live there. We know... The Kansas City fucking game, like the first game back at, of the NFL after fucking the pandemic when they did the um, Black National Anthem with, you know, the Alicia Keys song, mm -hmm. lift your voice, lift every voice and sing. And the, and they refused to fucking stand up and, and they all booed during it mm -hmm. at the game, like the majority of the people booed. And that's when I knew. Wow, that's an intense place to live. And oh. Dina's fucking there mm -hmm. with a goddamn heart of gold <laughs> yeah. fighting the good fight so the rest of us don't have to live there. And that, and like, that we say thank you. Like, we, you're yeah. a true American hero, That's bitch. right. That is true. You're right. That's true. The organization, the Missouri Innocence Project, which is an offshoot of the uh, Innocence Project, which has helps falsely incarcerated people all over the country. And I mean, that alone could be on its own. So there's that. Like, the Innocence Project. So there's that. They were instrumental in getting Kevin Strickland free from prison, and they are instrumental in setting up the GoFundMe, where they set a goal of $7,500, $7,500 to give to Kevin Strickland. Well, all of the horrified people who heard about this story, uh, obviously, you know, Dina <laughs> being the angel that she is. All of these people who were just horrified, who heard about his story and the disgusting, repulsive, antiquated Missouri who kept him in prison most, especially the corrupt attorney general, Eric Schmidt, who will be running for Congress and Missouri better unvote for him. The collective came together and with that power of justice and goodwill and hopefully, 
you know, Kevin Strickland's story will serve as a huge blaring, glaring lighthouse lesson as we try and reform fucking policing and the system and all that. But this is one of those issues that desperately needs reform. But until then, he will guide the way as a beacon of hope and justice and light and resolve and goodwill of very generous people who came together and gifted Kevin Strickland $1.6 million. And counting. And counting. I want to end with so there's that, but I will say if you want to go to the GoFundMe, it's GoFundMe slash 9B5E5E8B. You just go to go, just go to Google and put in... Kevin Strickland Ke- GoFundMe. Yeah, Kevin Strickland GoFundMe. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Damn Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid ass podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week every week and there's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules. And best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. <laughs> Let me just repeat that for the reviewer who left a review in 2020 complaining about our endless sales pitch. <laughs> there are no ads on our Patreon podcast. But unfortunately, that one isn't free. No, but it's only a dollar. You get one podcast a week for $1 and two podcasts a week for $2. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to our huge back catalog, which has hundreds of hours of stupid, stress-free, ad-free podcasts. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you are contributing to what has become basically our sole source of income since we got kicked off Bravo. Mm, Think of it like supporting a small business. Yeah, if the small business wasn't a real business and was more like a charity. Uh, but like a charity that you donate to, but you can't write up for. Right. Oh, it's exactly like that. Yeah. And it also doesn't help people. No, it does. Well, it helps two people. <laughs> that's right. It's it a helps char- two people right. and char- three pa- pa- pets. That's right. Four pets and two people. Okay. That's a good charity. I mean, that's I'd, a great charity. I donate to it. Mm-hmm. But if being pressured to help us pay our bills out of the kindness of your heart isn't working, um, we do have a free episode for you to listen to, to see if you actually like it. You can click on the link in the description below this podcast or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. There's a link on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. And you can listen to the whole hour of the free episode right there from your phone or your computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. It's super easy. It's so easy. And if you decide to sign up, all you have to do is import our Patreon podcast feed one time into iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using right now. And then it will just automatically show up there every week next to any other podcast you subscribe to. If my mom can figure it out, anyone can. Okay. She doesn't even use social media. You know what I mean? She's not really like that phone savvy. Um, It's definitely confusing at first, but all it takes is like five minutes of poking around the Patreon page to figure it out. We got this message from one of our Patreon subscribers named Eric Fura, who is an architect. And apparently even he thought it was confusing. Oh my God, Stuffed Up Stephanie is making my Monday. I just cracked up mid-meeting with a restroom partition design consultant. I know, total glam around here. Love you guys. I'm one of the 14 OGs. 
It took all of my technical knowledge to figure out how to send a message to you. I'm an architect, so you think I'd be able to figure it out. Hopefully it gets through. I guess now I have to send you a picture for the drug den wall. It will take at least another week for me to figure out how to do that. I don't tweet, LOL, so it's going to be old school. Love, one of the Patreon 14. We want your picture, Eric. <laughs> yeah. We love to see what you look like, Eric, so we know you. Three, two, one. Just go to julianbrandy.com. Our address is on the page in julianbrandy.com. And also for anyone who's not on Patreon, you want to send us a message, you can send us a message through our website. Mm -hmm. That's right. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And late. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dying because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, It'll all seem all right I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite right. I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame so I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. 